Welcome to the Teachers Podcast in association with Classroom Secrets, the podcast that's here to help teachers. Whether it's discussing the latest issues in education or sharing top tips for use in the classroom, if you work in education or want to know more about the sector, then this is the podcast for you. Now, please welcome your host, former teacher, life-work balance advocate and successful business owner, Claire Riley. Hi everyone and thank you for listening. In this episode, I remotely interviewed our very own Helen Woodhead. Helen has been working with us at Classroom Secrets for almost a year now as a proofreader, and she's recently become our Facebook Live sensation. Have you seen her? Helen has been sharing videos with her two children, Gabriel, four, who's in nursery, and Noah, seven, who's in year two. And she's been showing us what she's been doing to make homeschooling fun. As I also have a daughter in nursery, I've been using and adapting some of Helen's ideas in my own homeschooling journey. I thought that it would be great to catch up with Helen and talk through what she's doing and some of the challenges that she's facing, as I'm sure there are so many of you out there with children at home, trying to homeschool them and trying to hold down a job at the same time. I know I'm in that boat, although it's not just holding down a job, it's trying to save a company. But that's for another day. Let's get to the interview. Thank you so much for joining me on the Teachers Podcast today. I'm very excited to be here. Um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a normal, it's a normal work evening for you, isn't it, really? It really is, yeah. I'm, I'm here pretty much every evening. Uh, not tomorrow evening. Uh, I've managed Yay. to sort it, so I'm not on Friday evening. Um, so the reason why that we're having this um, podcast, I, I want to call it a call now, because obviously now we're doing remote podcasts. Yeah. So, Helen works with me at Classroom Secrets, um, but you've become a little bit of a sensation recently over the last few weeks, haven't you? Um, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. On the Facebook page, so many people are um, so thrilled with what you're doing. I had a friend contact me about it, which I told you about. Yeah. Um, so Helen is uh, putting out what she's doing with her boys in terms of home learning every day uh, on the Facebook Live, on the Classroom Secrets page. And um, so we're going to have a conversation around that and what it's like to be a mum and have to homeschool and still hold down a job and all these kind of tricky things that some people are probably going through right now. Um, so thank you so much for sharing. That's all right. It's, I'm happy to help because it, I tell you what, it's been a learning curve for me these, mm. these past couple of weeks. It really has. Yeah. Me too, <laughs> but I'm, I want to learn from you. <laughs> so do you want to tell me your backstory? Tell me, you know, how you, how you came to be here, what you did first? Well, um, I've always wanted to be a teacher. Ever since I can remember, I've always wanted to go into teaching. And I, can, I can't remember this, but my mum said to me that when I was younger, about eight years old, she was really worried because I was, I was playing with loads of children outside and all of a sudden it went deathly quiet. So she came out to see what was going on and I had them all sat down and I was reading to them um, like I was at school. And, you know, I do the whole make a little register and take the register at home and do all that sort of thing. So it's something I always wanted to do. And then when I left school, I went to uni, went to Lancaster, did three years history degree, then straight into a PGCE at Leeds. Um, and then went on to supply for a little bit, which I'm really grateful I did actually, because I got to see a lot of yeah. a lot of different schools and it, it throws you in at the deep end, being an NQT on supply, it yeah, you know, you really 
you've got to up your game because yeah. um, going into schools and you're a new face. And but I then, found that really useful as well. I did the same. Yeah. And especially teaching year groups, I wouldn't normally teach. Like mm-hmm. I'm key stage two, but I taught younger children during that time and I found it really helpful. Mm. Um, but then I got my permanent position where I was for over 10, uh, 10 about 10 years. Um, I started off as a year six teacher and predominantly uh, key stage two. Um, I did start doing a master's but um, in education, but then had my little boy so that kind of stopped but I got a postgraduate diploma in education so I took it a little bit little bit further um but yeah so then I thought I needed to change um I was you know looking after the children and um it was just too much teaching um so I thought I, I need I need to do something something else because I'm not being there enough for my children. So yeah. either my children are going to suffer, our work's going to suffer, and something has to give. Yeah. So that's when I joined Classroom Secrets and became a proofreader. And I absolutely love it. Like mm-hmm. it is, you know, I've, I am a, some people have said I'm a little bit over the top um, <laughs> with, I am a little bit fussy about things. I like things to be a little bit just so. Um, well, I've, I've heard that you've worked your team into shape really well. So you, you say that, but I see that as a positive thing. So anyway, we'll uh, maybe, maybe continue that discussion later. But um, <laughs> that's what you need to be as a proofreader. Yeah, I am, I am a little bit fussy. I've, I've just got an eye for detail. Things like pop out at me. I'm like, oh, that, 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 that. Like sometimes people have sat next to me and like, how have you seen all that? And like, you've just sat down. I'm like. Yeah, it's it's just what it's why I'm, it is why I'm a proofreader. It's what I exactly, see. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, I do. I I, I love um, my job. Sometimes I see it as like doing spot the difference as well. I feel like I'm doing puzzles when I'm like checking yes. things off. Yeah, so, I see what you mean. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. So then, so that's how you came to be at Classroom Secrets. So <laughs> obviously, over the last two weeks you've had your children at home and you have been homeschooling them so just just how are you feeling just about that to start with you know how is that yeah it's it's very different to school very different to having 30 children um it's so intense because you've got them all the time like when you teach him you're not just with one child you're stopping them and sending some off to do something and and then there's break time and you might be on break duty but you might not but you're not just with the same children yeah you can get away from from them you can (laughs) um and it's like they'll do something then they go what are we gonna do now and I'm like um um color we'll color for a bit Um, yeah I need a cup of tea right now so do some coloring (laughs) Uh, i'm so uh, glad i'm not alone no you're really not the problem Um, is when mine are one and three the coloring lasts for two minutes yeah the the four-year-old's coloring that is like i'm done i'm like there's all this white space keep going a bit longer um whereas noah because he's seven he'll just color and color and color um but yeah i mean i've realized that 
literally about 10, 10 minutes for Gabriel is more than enough. Yeah. Um, 20 minutes for Noah is more than enough for what we're doing. So I only really teach in the morning um, and do things with them. The afternoon is is what they want to do because yeah. otherwise we'd all be worn out. They, they couldn't yeah. keep that up. Yeah. Um, they know that once we've done either a maths activity or a phonics or writing activity, we'll go outside for a play out. Mm-hmm. So we have 15 minutes play out every day. I do my hula hooping and entertain the neighbours um, <laughs> <laughs> while I'm doing that. So I can try and get some exercise in and I might get to my 15 minutes uh, hula hooping in. Um, so yeah, it's just trying to break it up into small yeah. little bits and not sticking to a schedule as much if it isn't working yeah change it you know don't try to make it work because I when I first started looking I thought oh, I'll do this 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 and this and I'm like no that's way too much yeah way yeah. too much yeah I feel like I've kind of probably just been on the same journey as you as well I, <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd do all these things and I've got so many ideas but what I've done now is I've just made this grid and every time I have an idea I write it on there and I'm like mm, yeah. one day we might do that um yeah because yeah. otherwise you don't want to do it all every day I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna get on class with secrets kids every day but she's three she can't really do that yeah <laughs> you know it's just no, difficult it's it, it's compromising with them as well so sometimes they'll be like oh we've done something really fun especially when we filmed it oh that was really fun and I'm like yeah but what we do now mightn't be as practical it might be where you sit, you sit down now and you, you do something that's just more focused so Noah's been a bit oh I want to do something fun like we've just done I'm like we will do something fun like that every day but some things have got to be something that don't take much prep that yeah yeah might just be you're answering these questions or yeah you know you're reading this and you're you're doing these comprehension questions based on this you know not every not everything's practical and fun and exciting it's yeah and especially when they're older as well I mean obviously um Gabriel who you said he's for is in nursery the same as Hattie obviously yeah. she's I think she's probably just a few months younger because she's she's far soon and they do need practical but Noah he's in year two isn't he yeah he's he gonna, is he's gonna need some of that he's got to do some of the writing and, and it's kept I suppose about setting their expectations so you've kind of answered some of this already but what were your expectations when you started it and and how are they different now um in some ways, I thought it would be harder. I thought it would be harder in the sense of the boys recognising I was their teacher as well as mum. You see, I thought it would be easier. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's because them seeing me as a teacher has always been separate. Yeah. And because because no one knows I'm not a teacher anymore, that, oh, well, you don't do that anymore. So... I kind of like the week before school shut, I started drip feeding into him. Mummy might become your teacher and and you will have to behave for mummy like you would yeah. at school because I thought he's he's gonna like push back a bit with this. So yeah. because I did that, that's been easier. Mm. But what's been harder is two of them yes. <laughs> at different age ranges. Yeah. That yeah. is really hard. And what what I find as well is Noah sees what Gabriel's doing and he's like I want to do that I'm like yeah. yeah but what I always say to him is 
he's younger and when you finish what you're doing you can go do that that's fine if you want to do what he's doing but you can't just do what he's doing because you know he's nursery and you're year two yeah Um, so what I've tried to get him to do which he's he kind of likes but he does get a bit wound up by his younger brother is he reruns the activity so he kind of like teaches it again to him so that's quite nice and it it gives me a a little break break. to go put the washer on or you know all those things that need doing as well that's a good idea my um my sister-in-law has children the exact same ages as your two um so she's got a boy um in nursery and she's got a girl in year two um and and the reports we've kind of heard is struggles to get the the three-year-old because he's three to do anything because um the girl in year two just wants one-on-one all the time she doesn't need it when she's in school but when she's at home she wants it so I might feed that one back just you know if you want five minutes or if you want Joseph to do something get Isabel to teach him exactly (laughs) but but I times this is it but I think she's been getting that much work from school and she needs kind of sitting on to get it done the struggle to get through it um yeah I do feel that some some children are getting away too much yes um I mean, school school have sent home our classroom secret packs. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke I spoke to the deputy and the head the week before schools closed and said, you know, we've got these available. Um, mm-hmm. It's worth a look. You know, get in touch with me if you need any help. And they did send them out to each year group. Um, but apart from that, they've put um, a few online things, but it's not been they're not checking in to make sure you've done it and it's been right, quite right. relaxed they've they've done nice things like um the head teachers messaged and said oh you know anything you do send us a photo of we'd like to see it and yeah. so that's been quite nice um but they've not been the it's not been too much it's it's yeah. been fine what they've sent which has been quite nice and and I did say to his teacher on the the last day when I picked him up you know I'll be doing stuff with him as well because she knows I used to be a teacher and she's like yeah, yeah just yeah. do what works so yeah you know, it's nice there's that trust there with school I as also well. think as being a teacher what I've liked is I found out more about what Hattie can do um, and what what she's yes. going to work on and so I, her teacher I mean she's only in nursery and the, the teachers like phoned us all and, and they really have tried oh. They've put like two to three activities on every day, but they're not really onerous. It's like a story time or um, like a practical activity, really. Um, Yeah. yeah, So I've uh, talked to her and um, I completely can't remember what we're going to (laughs) say. What what did she say to me? Uh, Do I talk to her? And what? I have no idea. That's just oh lack of sleep. That's this is like right. 20, 40. This is why. I can't even remember how to say the time properly. Um, so, no, really though, what? Oh, yeah. No, so so I was saying to her, it's been nice for me to figure out what um, what she doesn't know. Um, and she yeah. did tell me a few things, you know, to work on, but I know how to kind of extend those things. And and that is nice from a teaching point of view. You think, oh, well, I know what the next bit is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I found that today with Gabriel, actually, with the activity I did with him. When I was filming it, I thought, oh, I shouldn't be doing this because I'd explained the first bit and he'd done part of it. And then I explained the second bit, even though he hadn't finished the first. And I thought, oh, he's going to interrupt me in a minute and say, I don't know what to do. I can't remember. But he could. And that 
that really surprised me he'd retained the information for the first bit and mm. the information for the second bit as well and I was like I wouldn't have thought he would have remembered all that because there was a lot for him to remember because he had to change colors for different things as well and yeah. so I was quite shocked I thought oh I think I've underestimated what you can actually do as yeah. well um, and I, 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 yeah and I think also when it's one-to-one as well because at school yeah. they're probably doing it in a group um and I think I did that on live today actually I um I said to Hattie so I, my plan was I was going to ask her about one more and, and one less because she's really good with the numbers and a teacher yeah. had said you know one more one less and I thought oh, I can do this in a live um but then I just said to her like oh you've got one there and she was putting it in the pot of three and I was like oh how many more do you need I'm thinking oh no that's two more why did I ask her that and she was just like yeah oh, two two and I'm like oh she does know <laughs> but I just thought should I risk it on the live <laughs> I don't I know. Know. that's the thing it's like how, what are the, how are they going to react and like you yeah. know it's I mean, luckily they've gone okay so far, but I keep thinking something's going to go so wrong at some point. But then also, I think people who relate to that because that's kind of what happens. Don't yeah. work with children and animals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you feel like you've settled into any kind of routine then or is it like a changing picture? Yeah, we have settled into routine. I'm up very early. Um, I'm up at quarter to five yeah. every day. Um, and then I work until seven in the morning and then I have, it's like, it's like my precious little half an hour is my seven till half seven, where mm. I just sit downstairs with my cup of tea. The kids are upstairs still in bed. They don't know that I'm downstairs because I like close my bedroom door. They still think I'm in bed. Um, oh, yeah. and it's just my half an hour of sheer peace. There's like yeah, yeah. nothing, there's no one to bother me. There's nothing and then I'll go upstairs I'll get ready the kids will get ready we'll come down have breakfast um if we're not doing a maths practical live often we do it at half eight so it's done straight away Mm -hmm. um then we've started doing cosmic kids yoga because yes they love it they love it yeah yeah um they think it's absolutely brilliant and often they'll do one and they'll go can we do another I'm like why not why yeah. not do another? Can you pick a half an hour one, please, instead of a yeah. 15 minute one? Exactly. I was looking today because she likes the frozen one. But um, this is, I feel like we're having such a good conversation. I hope, I hope that people who are listening to the podcast don't mind. But this is what it's like having young kids. It really is. <laughs> so she, oh, she wanted to watch Tangle today. She dressed up in a Rapunzel dress. And I was like, is there a cosmic yoga for Tangle? <laughs> The answer is no, she needs to make oh, one. She does need to make one. <laughs> yes. I was over the moon the other day because there was a Minecraft one and it went oh, on yeah. for about half an hour. And that was just, oh, that was my PPA time. I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. I'm going to go get ready now. Like, can set up for, for the day. Yeah, cosmic yoga, knock yourself out as many as you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the, the pop up at the bottom, like, can we do this one? I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> do as many, just keep going. Um, but yeah, uh-huh. once. Once we've done that, sorry, um, we'll usually do an activity and then play. And then the the main thing for me, which is the time I work when the kids are up, Mm. is between two and four. And that they know that's film time. They watch them. They don't play with any toys because they tried it and they fell out and I had to go intervene. And I'm like, no, toys are banned during this time. Film time. You watch a film. 
mummy's working. You can only come and see me if it's a matter of life or death, or you've <laughs> sat on the remote and stopped it like the other day. Um, yeah, that's the only yeah. times you can come in. Um, I'm only in the other room. Um, but they, they are like really trying with that, which is helping. Yeah. And I'm, I'm managing to extend the length of time I'm on during the day, which is helping because um, they'll want to go on the tablet after and go on some online games. So I'm like, that's fine do you need me? And they're like, no, I'm like, right, brilliant. I'll keep going. Cause yeah, it's, yeah. it's easier to work when other people are on. Yeah. And um, also then you, do, you don't have to work as late at night because exactly. that, that is quite yeah. exhausting. And and the thing is, I feel for you because I'm doing the early morning, but I, I kind of get up at four and then work till eight. Um, yeah. just cause Ed can get the kids ready. And that gives me a big chunk of time because in an evening I just can't, cannot do it. I'm just, yeah this is why I'm stumbling all over my words right now I mean yeah because I am a single mum so it does you know it does fall all on me Mm -hmm. um you know we're not seeing grandparents because um they're in the at-risk zone um and I've agreed with their dad that it's safest for them to stay with me during this Mm -hmm. period we don't want to be moving them unnecessarily and and yeah he's really supportive of that um but that means I'm one person yeah. on my own you know and there's homeschooling there's a house to run there's work there's yeah everything to do so it's it is getting easier we're getting more used to it and and the children know that if I'm if my computer's out oh you must be doing some work at the minute so that kind of helps that yeah that they're getting more used to that as well yeah well, I think it helps that they're slightly older as well because that's what we struggle with. We kind of try to plan all the meetings in an afternoon when um, May, the one-year-old, will nap. Um, but but Hattie finds that hard, to be honest, and um, she'll often, you know, um, she will partake in meetings <laughs> and have all sorts to say. In fact, the other day she did tell uh, Sean, the ops director, to stop talking. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, um, just one of them things. Um, so are your boys able to keep in touch with the school friends at all? Yes, they are. They've opened up um, via an email via Purple Mash. So they're able to talk to their friends on there, which is quite nice that they're able to keep in touch because it's nice that they've got each other to play with, but they do they wind each other up. They can only cope with each other for so long. They want to be with children their own age. Um, and we've also got um, a private... Um, facebook group for uh the school so we've been sharing things on there and um one of gabriel's friends shared a message on there and he was really excited because he was like oh i miss you gabriel and he's like oh he's talking to me and i'm like yes he is so that's been nice that they can still do that and and they can share the things they've been doing as well so that's it's been really nice it's not been cut off and and their teacher sent um sent me a message uh, the other day to say you know well done for all the work you're doing we've seen you on Facebook and oh good That's so nice. they were they were really excited when I said oh your teacher's seen you and he kind of looked at me as if to say what and I'm like your teacher's <laughs> seen you you got a message so it's like oh he seemed like a bit worried then but um but yeah, yeah. No, it was really nice that they've recognized what they're doing that is really nice especially as you don't have anything formal in place it's like Patty's school they've got they've got google classroom so even in nursery 
So wow. today, I know today at four o'clock they did, um, it's just like a, a Google Meet. Oh my word, it was crazy because like all the children were on, all the nursery children, what, three and four year olds. So every time one of them spoke or made a noise, it like flashed to them. So every, every half second, it just changed picture. <laughs> it was just <laughs> absolutely crazy until she was, it took her about 20 minutes to say, right, if you just all mute, mute your mics, because then it doesn't pick it up. <laughs> and yeah. She actually managed to speak to them. But they were just wow. so, so confused and like swinging on chairs and <laughs> it was just chaos. But anyway, um, so it's good, that, it's good that they're staying in touch in some kind of shape or form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, how much do they understand about the situation then? So Gabriel, he doesn't really. He doesn't. He just knows school's closed. Um, yeah. Noah, no one knows about coronavirus. He's heard about it at school. They've watched news around at school. So um, he is aware of it. And the day that school's closed, I think he's the most on edge I've seen him because he said to me, schools are cl- shut because of coronavirus, aren't they? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I'm a bit scared, mum. I'm like, well, don't, don't be scared about it. You know, I'll, I'll do the worrying. You know, you, you don't need to. He's like, will you keep me safe and protect me from it? I'm like, of course I will. You know, I says, we just need to make sure we, we wash our hands and, and we're careful. Um, and that was that. And, and if there's anything like um, Gabriel say, oh, can we do this today? And I'll go, no, no, love, we, we can't. We can't do that. And Noah will go, no, it's because of coronavirus that, that we can't. Mm-hmm. But he just, he's very much like, well, I know we're not allowed to do things because of coronavirus, but it doesn't seem to be bothering him so much. Mm-hmm. The thing that bothered him the much the most was when I said we can't go to grandma and granddad's house. Mm. That really bothered him. Um, but we've we've video called and yeah. um, and spoken on the phone and and every time I do a live, my mum rings up and she's like, "Oh, I've just yeah. seen you." So they love that. Um, yeah. So every time the phone rings. The minute I answer, one of them will run over. Is it grandma? I'm like, well, I'll put you on first because I won't get a word yeah. in edgeways until you've spoken. But um, yeah, the the seem okay about it. Noah's aware, but Gabriel is just in his own little happy bubble, which I'm happy yeah. to keep him in. Um, but that's yeah. lovely that they're keeping that relationship open. And, that you know, I often think, you know, how will the world change from this? And I think one of the things is that the over 70s are going to, you know, be more affair with technology because a lot more are are FaceTiming and you know we did it anyway but like we've been FaceTiming my granddad and so their great granddad a a few times a week Um, and and and, you know a few a few people we we FaceTime my sister for for the cousins and things Um, but yeah I think video calling is going to be more of a thing definitely definitely yeah especially video calling with more than one person as well you know when you can do the group ones That's definitely. I need to figure out how to do that one. Um, So any tips you can give me later, then do. (laughs) Um, Okay, just just a question. So how are you managing to do your shopping? Well, I did it today. Um, Oh, it was the most stressful thing ever, Um, because I will have to take my children with me to go shopping because there is no one to look after them and I've heard things on social media about people being told you can't bring your children in and Mm -hmm. 
this really worried me because I thought, what am, what am I going to do? You know, yeah. I mean, I'll stand my ground and I'll, I'll, I'll challenge someone if they stop me because I know that I am allowed. And I, I yeah. made sure I had it on my phone from the government website. But I thought, I don't really want to be in that position. I don't want the children to be in that position where yeah. I am having to challenge someone. Um, but I luckily managed last week to get a click and collect um, right. slot. I've never done it before, so didn't have a clue what I was doing today. Um, and we had to wait 40 minutes in the car park before we could even mm-hmm. pull up to go and get it. But I felt very on edge the whole time. And the kids were very much, oh, we're bored, we want to go. I'm like, I know, but we can't. Yeah. Um, so, it's so It's so difficult, isn't it? So much yeah. time is wasted. Yeah. That's the thing. I wasn't expecting it naively to take that long I thought oh we've got a click and collect we'll be in and out in no time and I pulled into the car park it was all fenced off and I was like and they let me through when they realized I had a click and collect and like oh you're you're sixth in the queue I'm like oh right okay I've no idea what happens because I've never done this um but yeah so we're stocked up we run out of bread and milk things that we can't save so we will walk to the local shop um about twice a week um and it's literally two minutes from the house so we'll go there just get bread and milk and come home but if I can prevent them from going into a supermarket I will do but it's so hard to get deliveries and yes it is really difficult it really is I managed to get one for my parents um for next week the end of next week and it was pure luck and I just rung them like I've managed to get you a slot so because you know neither of them drive and and you know my my dad has to um self-isolate because of his age so Mm -hmm. it is it's it's really tough at the moment to do basic things like that yeah and because so many slots are are taken up so um, I mean I don't know who's taking all these slots I would I'd like to think that it's the over 70s but we always got delivered before um but I've cancelled it now because I think well one, I can't get one. And two, I actually want somebody who really needs it to get it, you yeah. know, because one of us could go to the supermarket. But we do the same thing. Like I'm trying to go to the supermarket once a week and then go get the bread and the milk from, yeah. the, from the shop. Um, but everything just takes such a long time now. It's, it's tricky. So how are the boys coping with the transition between school and home then? Um, okay at the moment. I asked them um a few days in when it first started oh what do you think of you know mummy teaching you like oh we like it I'm like oh you mightn't by the end of it but yeah (laughs) (laughs) the novelty might have worn off for all of us um but yeah the they are coping well they 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 have got into the routine really well as well and what I've been really pleased with them about is I've tried to move bedtime earlier Mm. um and I've I've spoken to Noah about it and said, look, if you go to bed half an hour earlier, Monday to Thursday, you can stay up on a Friday and Saturday and we can watch a film and stay up late and we can build Lego on a Saturday, which I have regretted saying because that means now on Saturdays I'm building loads of Lego. But um, I love of, that. <laughs> I, yeah, you see, you think that. But you're told, you're told by a seven-year-old, oh, no, I can do it. I can do it. I'm like, okay. And then he'll do, like, about 20 of the steps and then go, oh, it's gone wrong. And give you it. It went wrong at step four. 
I need to do something to work out. When did this go wrong? Like, I haven't got, so I'm there, like, taking it all to bits. And he's like, let me know when it started. I'm like, oh. So you're not doing Lego with him. You just sat with him to problem solve. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that doesn't sound that fun, actually. <laughs> no, no. It's, if it was me just building the Lego, that'd be great. But no, I, I'm just a case of have to work out where it went wrong and rebuild it. Um, but yeah, the, because of that, that's helped. And so they've really settled into it as well. They know that, you know, mummy has to work um, and that it's, you know, I have, I aren't getting as much sleep as I'd quite like. Um, so they are pretty much doing as I ask them and they know that if they do their work, they can do what the, what they want pretty much on an afternoon playing wise after a film. Um, Noah did try it on once over and I was like, would you do that for your teacher? And he kind of looked at me, I'm like, I can send it to her and and see oh no I'm like no I didn't think so I'm like well you know you can either do it properly first time or in the afternoon when you play you'll have to redo it and that kind when he realized oh I'm gonna lose out here yeah Yeah. so now he realized that yeah I do know what he's what he's capable of he um is falling back into line (laughs) and you've got and you've got that for motivation as well yeah good yeah (laughs) I'm just looking through these questions you're like are oh, you answering them all already which is great and um, so what are you planning to do in the easter holidays then yeah i don't want to do this the same stuff really i want to do different things because it is the holidays but they still need occupying it's not like we can go places like we normally would in a holiday no, this is it. so i've got more fun things planned that wouldn't traditionally be thought of as maths as such it'll have a maths link in there although be um there'll be maybe some phonics links and sometimes but it won't be as explicit it'll be more subtle or there'll be there'll be some things where it is just a fun activity to set up and something fun to do um because you know they don't need to work all the time. No, they don't. they don't. They need to have a break and they need to have fun. Um, and, you know, every child is going to remember this period of time. You know, yes. it's, it's, so I want, I want it to be enjoyable for them yeah. as well. Um, so, yeah, I have got, I've got some quite fun things planned. One's a little bit ambitious. So we'll have I'm, to see how that I'm goes. looking forward to seeing that one. <laughs> Matt and I ideas so far are like, well, we'll have we'll do an activity in the morning, an activity in the afternoon, although May sleeps in the afternoon anyway. Um, and the only ideas we've got so far is play-doh and baking. So I was thinking, right, we won't do school school because it'll be a bit easier for us to be honest. Um so I'll watch with intent um <laughs> everything that you're doing and copy it. <laughs> But yeah, I want I want to make things a little bit different as well. Um just just for them to make it a bit easier. Um yeah. a bit and nicer. I try and do as much as possible with stuff I've got around the house, you know, because we can't just go out and buy things and, and yeah and get hold of things. So I am trying to do as much as possible with what I've got. I keep going into my garage and I'm like, Oh, I didn't know I had that. Like that'll yeah. come in. This is it. We use it. And you're right, I think children will remember it. And I, and I often do think to myself, 
just on a daily basis like oh you know when like our my mum will say things to me like oh you know when your dad were on short time and I think you know it'll be like that um you know do you remember when we when we all had to stay in the house and it was locked down (laughs) (laughs) um and may have no idea but Hattie probably will you know when you started nursery and then you couldn't go for half the year (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) right and mummy and daddy had a massive stress on (laughs) oh dear but um right okay so I'm gonna ask you um three of the, the closing questions now because I already know that you wanted to be a teacher when you um when you grew up so where do you think education's going in the next 10 years wow um I think this is going to have massive implications yeah I think you're right for you know where it's going because I know I spoke to um another another mum at school and I said I said this this is unknown. I says, this is unprecedented. I says, when you train to be a teacher, I says, the door, this isn't something that's even covered, you know. I says, I says, well, if it were, I wasn't listening at that point, you know. I says, but I'm pretty yeah, yeah. sure it isn't, you know, it's not covered. So I do think there'll be a lot more remote um, things done and mm-hmm. and things put in place so that if needed, it can be done instantly. You know, it's it'll all be set up and ready um but as well I think you know like testing wise and exams um I only really realized the other day I'm like oh no one's doing his stats this year but he's not now you know so I I think that's gonna have to be looked at how children are assessed and is more faith going to be put in teachers and and their teacher assessments because you know it, it it is questioned a lot by by people higher up you know so I think that yeah you know that they're going to have to look at how how judgments are made um and what trust you know I think I think there is going to be more trust put into teachers and you know I think I think maybe like a different level of respect for teachers as well you know I think parents yes. are going to see wow this this is not what I perhaps thought teaching yeah. was you know I think I think that's going to have quite quite a big shift as well um yeah no I, I agree with you on all three levels there just your first point about the remote learning if you think about it um well Dubai for example Mm. they so we were supposed to be going um as a company and the event got cancelled all the schools were closed you know maybe four weeks before ours were even though they didn't have as many cases and but they were already set up for remote learning Um, and they had you know a large part of that already kind of practiced um, and I'm not saying it hasn't been, you know, a new thing for for people, but it wasn't completely alien. Um, yeah. Whereas here, we were just like, oh, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. And it yeah. happened, you know, it happened in Italy. And, you know, there were loads of teachers still going, no, but it'll never happen here. And we were like, mm, I think it will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I said to some mums, I'm like, 
if I were you, I'd start thinking, you know, you're going to have them at home. Like, oh no. And I'm like, I'm like, mm, just, just maybe start thinking about it. Cause I think it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, but I suppose because of, you know, the position well, we're in at Classroom Secrets, we were looking around the world a lot more, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we, we have to make contingencies and things. But yeah, very interesting. And I wonder how how that could play out in the future, you know. Will it will it be where, you know, do they have a day learning from home? I don't know. Is it is it that there's more virtual schools? I suppose we just mm. don't know. Is it that all homework is done online? But I, I would have thought that there would be more of something. Um, you know, we yeah. need to take something forward, don't we, from what we've learned. Definitely. One thing in particular I think might happen um, is Gabriel is um, at speech and language and he was due to start speech and language two weeks mm-hmm. ago. Um, he's had his appointment rearranged to this coming Monday and it's going to be on Teams. Um, ah, right. So I do wonder if things with outside professionals in schools, maybe they won't come into schools as much. Maybe things will be done more remotely. Um, but it, it would save them a lot of traveling time and they'd be able to see more children exactly yeah yeah that. so that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing would it mm. okay if you could wave a magic wand how would you solve the life work balance problem oh um well for a start i'd let teachers have a bit more freedom in what they teach and how they mark um Mm -hmm. you know I've really enjoyed teaching this past couple of weeks Mm -hmm. that's not something I thought I'd say again you know and I've loved it because it's been what I wanted to do and what I thought my children would enjoy you know and I've yeah I've because I've had that freedom um so yeah I would put give teachers more freedom um, to teach what they think their class would like to do without it perhaps being taught a particular way. Um, It's on your terms as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think there's quite a lot of rigidness in, oh, it needs to be the same throughout. And I think that can kind of stifle some, some teaching. Um, Yeah. Marking of that just needs to be it needs to be effective you know who's it for is you know you shouldn't be coloring in children's work with highlighters and and all that definitely not um yeah and just putting a bit more you know trust in teachers I think if there was the freedom to to be more creative and less of the oh, you need to do this in case Ofsted come. Yeah. You know, well, Ofsted mightn't come for two years. You yeah. know, that's that's me burnt out yeah. because of someone who might come, you know. You, it, you live on the edge, don't you? You live in a constant absolutely. state of Ofsted are coming tomorrow, stress. Yeah, yeah, and you cannot live like that. It's, it, you know, that just causes sleepless nights and then teachers end up off sick because you know, they're not, they're not at the top of their game because there's that amount of worry and pressure. So yeah, that's what, 
that's what I tried to do. I could wave a magic wand. Thank you. Okay, last question then. Who was your favourite teacher at school and why? Oh, my favourite teacher was Mrs. Parry. Um, and she was um, she was at primary school. Um, she was my year two teacher and my year three teacher. So I got to have a two years run in. Um, and she was she was really focused on English and writing and reading. And I just got this real love of reading. And I can remember saying to her because she was really into like neat handwriting and I was still doing precursive. And I said, can I join up? And I can remember saying, well, we haven't looked at that. And I just turned and went, yeah, but I know how to do it. I can tell like from the precursive what to do. And she was like, well, go on then. So, you know, because she was like, she'd let me do those types of things. And, you know, it, she would push me, but not, not to the extremes, you know, like I think now sometimes there's so much, oh, we've got to push children on and they've got to be able to do this, this and this. I really enjoyed everything I did, you know, in, in those two years, she just, I can remember she'd paint things on the windows and, you know, it would have things dangling from the ceiling and that sort of thing that she did is the sort of things that I wanted to do in my teaching. Um, so because of those sorts of things, I once turned my cloakroom into Narnia. Um, oh, wow. I, I had a child with additional needs in my class who she loved Narnia. Um, and I thought, I wonder if I could do it. And I spent probably two evenings after school. And I th at one point I thought, what am I doing? This is two nights. I could be getting a load of stuff done. But it was so mm -hmm. worth it in the end. I covered the door in brown paper. I put string through the false ceiling and had uh, wooden rods coming through so that I could hang fluffy dressing gowns on them. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had the bear Christmas tree as in the background and I painted on some paper a, a castle and stuck it on the wall so that when she walked through it was like going through the fur coats mm -hmm. and seeing her reaction and the work that she did it was worth those two late evenings you know and it was it was because of Mrs Parry and the learning environment she created that made me want to do that for other children so did all the children walk through the fur coats? They, I think they did, yeah. We had to, it was very sneaky with my TA because obviously the children came in in the morning and the door was covered, but I hadn't put all the fur coats up then. So they were like, what's going on? And during assembly, I was there whizzing them all up because I thought I didn't want them to see it. Mm -hmm. um, and then once this little girl had, had, had gone through, some of the others went in. And I, I think they, I think pretty much all of them did, but yeah, they, they loved it. And, um, but yeah, it's just doing nice things like that and, and seeing the enjoyment on children's faces just makes it so worthwhile. And that's the thing that's needed, isn't it? A recognition of how long that stuff actually takes to do. If you yeah. want to do the exciting stuff, if you want to do the things that are memorable, that are going to make good writers, then you need time. You need a lot of time. Yeah not time to be writing and highlighting and whatever else you've asked to do. exactly exactly yeah yeah well helen thank you so much um it's just been a really good chat really it has, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah i hope people don't mind listening to our really good chat about what it's like having three-year-olds and having to work at the same time um but i'm sure there are a lot of people out there who can relate and um you know 
we're in a lucky position, I guess, in some ways, because we can actually move our hours round um, and yeah. then te teach our children in the day. Um, but I know there's so many teachers out there struggling with teaching their own children and then also having to teach a class full of other children. And I just think, imagine how hard that would be if you had, um, so I've got a friend who is a teacher. I don't know what year she teaches now, but last last time um, I spoke to her, it was reception. But her twins are nursery age. So how she's managing, I've got no idea. Yeah, it's it must be so hard. It, I'm yeah. so grateful that I can move my hours because, you know, at the minute it's it's seeing what hours work best when, you know, I'm still getting it's used still to it. It's still hard. It's still really hard, isn't it? It is. But, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm working as well. You know, I'm, you know, there's there's some people, you know, who, yeah. who haven't got that. So, you know, I do have a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. And, and but it is hard but I just think um you know we I feel very lucky that that we have the time to actually to to input into the, our children's lives right now as well um yeah which is all they can do with that so anyway thank you so much for sharing all of that and um, <laughs> having some great ideas and um if you if you like what Helen we're talking about then you can join her on Facebook pretty much every weekday um giving you some fantastic ideas and um, I do it occasionally but I mainly use Helen's ideas <laughs> with my daughter because uh, she's just ahead of the game and she thinks of so much um but yes thank you thank you so much no thank you thank you so much for listening at Classroom Secrets we've had home working ever since we began and when I first took on employees I wanted to afford them that luxury too even now, 80% of colleagues can work up to 60% of their weekly hours from home. But even with this rehearsal, it's still been, and still is, an interesting transition. When we've all worked from home before, that didn't mean having to be childcare or teacher to our children at the same time. I'm sure that so many of you can relate to being on both sides of that coin. Being at home with the children, or not receiving work from students because their parents are just struggling to facilitate it. I hope that you are finding my podcast episodes useful. Sometimes you just need to hear from someone else in the same situation as you. Schools across the world have now closed, so it's a great time to get listening to podcasts. So don't forget to listen to all the previous episodes. You'll find everything that we talked about in the interview in the show notes, and Helen's videos are available on the Classroom Secrets YouTube channel. If this is the first time that you're listening to the Teacher's Podcast, Remember to subscribe and do explore the other episodes as I've had some truly inspirational and knowledgeable guests. It's a really great time to tap into some free CPD. And if you want to request that someone is on the podcast, then you can let us know in our Facebook group called The Teacher's Podcast Community. I'd also really appreciate it if you could leave a review on whichever platform you listen to podcasts on. See you next week. Thank you for listening. The Teacher's Podcast is in association with Classroom Secrets provider of high quality and affordable teaching resources that children love and teachers trust. To find out more, visit classroomsecrets.co.uk.